Hey guys, this is Pastor Neil. I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast. Hey, would you do us a huge favor today? Would you subscribe, like, or leave us a review wherever you get this content? It really helps us reach other people with the gospel. Also, we would love, love to see you at our campus uh, on a Sunday morning. We meet at 1010 South Bowie Drive in Weatherford, Texas. You can check out our service times and more information about the church on our on our website, waterhousechurch.com. Check us out on Facebook or any other social media sites that you may have. We would love to see you. I pray that today you are renewed, restored, refreshed, and that your spirit comes alive. Now here is today's message. Ciao, y'all. Yeah, you, you showed up. That's good. And early in the morning, you're here. You woke up. It's going to be a good day today. It's going to be a powerful day today, man. Uh, while while we were singing, I just I just saw Jesus walking up the aisle and touching people's lives this morning. And I know that's what He's going to do in your life today. Today we are we are continuing the series Free by Fall, and uh, Mike Martin is going to lead us in this session. It's just a powerful session. It builds on what we talked about last week, that demons are real, but so is Jesus. And today we're, we're taking a look at uh, specifically what are those demonic powers do in our life, how we can uh, kind of diagnose what, what's going on in our lives, but even more importantly, how to get rid of, how to cast those things out, how to get free from those things. And so it's going to be a powerful day. And today I want to put this disclaimer up again today. Uh, this is a PG-13 message. We're talking about hard things today, even more so than last week. And so if you have kids in here, uh, I would highly encourage you to take them to Kids Church. Today we're going to be talking about hard things. And as Mike said this morning in our, in our prayer time, uh, you know, the devil uh, isn't subtle. The devil uh, is, is very forward with what he does, and we're going to be very forward today. Uh, and so I just want you to know that ahead of time, that we're going to deal with things, and we're going to handle things today. And so... Today is a day of freedom for a lot of people. And so also, I want to put this out there. Today, this message is very pointed, and it's not pointing at the person next to you today. Right? Because when we start talking about things, I'm praying that you look inside your own heart. Look inside what's going on in your life. And, and that you're not peeking around when we have the activity time. You're not peeking around looking at your neighbor, not looking at your spouse. And as a matter of fact, if your spouse stands up, you should be smiling. Because they're finding freedom. It shouldn't be a moment go, oh, I knew my, I knew it. I knew my spouse was dealing with that. It should be like, thank you, God, you're setting them free. Come thank on. you, God, you are moving in their life. And so today, I'm just putting that disclaimer out there. What we're dealing with is very, it's very, uh, it's just going to be transformational in your life today. And so uh, I'm going to pray and I'm going to invite Mike up. I'm not, I don't have many announcements this morning other than uh, BBS is coming up. You see the train. Uh, we're starting to decorate. Um, it's going to be full-blown next week when you come in here. It's going to be full-blown BBS. Uh, what? You Sunday. Yes. Huh? Oh, yes, that's important. What's going on? So when you came in the foyer, uh, there's a little question box out there. So what that is, if you have questions for the youth, so that day on the 13th, youth is going to be leading the service. They're going to be doing the worship. They're going to be doing the message. We're going to have kids coming up and doing a few things. It's going to be a great, fun time. It's going to be a family service. So in that, you can have everybody in here on that day. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, it's going to be powerful. You're going to see firsthand what God does in students' lives and what God does in these kids' lives. So I, I encourage you highly to come to that. And so if you have questions for the youth, maybe it's like, hey, what do the youth really 
Like, what's, what do you guys struggle with? Um, and so we don't know. And so there's a question board back there, and then we'll be glad to answer those questions for you on that Sunday, the 13th. And so it's going to be a powerful day. And so let's pray, and then I'll invite Mike up. Holy Spirit, we should invite you in this place this morning. Nothing in here is allowed except for the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray right now that as we stand in these moments of ministry, that we have the courage and the boldness to take a stand, that we're not looking around, we don't feel shame, we don't feel guilt, but God, that we stand in freedom today, knowing that you set us free, that you give us what we need today, Father. Lord, I thank you that you have set us free through your son, Jesus, and that we have power and authority through your name, Christ Jesus. And Father, I pray that you would anoint Mike this morning to bring this message. Father, give him boldness, give him clarity. Father God, I pray that you would just download everything that you want to speak to your people today and download it into Mike and let him speak it fearlessly this morning. Lord, I pray that we don't get distracted. Lord, I pray that nothing in this place distracts from what God does today. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody says. Amen. So, Mike, you want to come up? Today we're dealing with root spirits of the Lord and how to deal with those. So it's a very powerful message, and I look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you, too. Well, good morning. Before I do a single thing, huh, Lord, I surrender my mind and my will, not my will but your will, and my emotions uh, to you and to you alone. Lord, do what only you can do. Say what only you can say. Um, get me out of the way. I do not want to hinder what your purposes are for today. Lord, I pray that you bring courage and boldness to everyone in this place, even those that are going to be watching this online. Uh, Edwin. I met you on Facebook. You live in Florida. I pray that the Lord overwhelm you with his presence today wherever you're watching this, that you would be free, that you would surrender to him, and that you would be free. Jesus came to set captives free. Edwin, you're free today in Jesus' name. We love you, and we thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for, for what only you can do. Thank you that you love us enough to never let us go, but pursue us constantly to sozo us, to save us, heal us, deliver us, protect us, preserve us, make us whole, and keep us safe and sound. I pray that every heart is aimed in that direction. And within the sound of my voice, every heart is aimed in that direction today. To be made whole, to be saved, healed, and delivered. And that we take that serious, because that's what you came to do. So, Lord, do what only you can do. We surrender it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Normally, I am a marcher. I march all the way up and down, but this is like, this is so serious. I'm shaking. I'm sweating. I'm, I had a thousand thoughts. I couldn't sleep. I have no trouble sleeping. And I have a thousand thoughts in my brain right now. So, so I have to tell you just very quickly, last week Neil taught on demons are real. And so my testimony is, yes, they are, because I knew them well. 
I was intimate with them. I knew them. I was 38 years old when I got saved. Um, I got baptized. I got my prayer language. I love Jesus, but I was in bondage. Can a, can a Christian be saved and still have a demon? Absolutely. Sure can. Sure can. I did. I got delivered. I wanted Isaiah 61, that Jesus came to set captives free. I tell you this all, every time I'm around, this, this, is, this, is, this is big for me. Jesus came to set captives free. And my question in Sunday school is, from what? From what? Well, we're fixing to find out today. And um, so, so here's the, this is the, how do I say this? This is the boldness and courage that's going to be put on you today. If you really want to be free. Because I'm going to go through list. We're going to, we're going to look at about 17 different root spirits. And I'm going to give you symptoms of what this spirit might have. Causing, what it might be causing you. And, and, and at some point, you're going to go, that's me. I have this. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel it somewhere. I feel right here. I don't know where your spiritual sensor is. Mine is right here. That's my knower. This is my thinker. This is my knower. Your knower knows. It knows. My knower knows. And so as I walked through my deliverance, mine looked completely different than this because it was one-on-one. And it was one of the... Well, so, so let me clarify this. Let me say it this way. So glad this came back up this way. I was a Christian and I loved Jesus, but I had no power and I had no authority except in Jesus' name. But I did not know how to say it. I did not know how to believe it. I did not know how to use it. When I got free, then I, be able, then I began to understand power and authority. I began to walk in the power and authority that Jesus affords me. And I believe that's why I can sit here today. And so, and to let you know this, we at this church right now are not asking you to do something that the leadership of this church has not done. They went before you. They've gone before you. And they've done this. And we did it right here. On a Saturday, one day, several of the leadership, majority of the leadership of this church have walked through this. Now it's your turn. He's doing something in this church that's powerful, and you get to be a part of it. That's huge. So I'm going to get started. We don't have much time to, for me to gab. I just wanted to set the premise and let you know that this is real. We've seen people, Kim and I do this on a regular basis at our house, and people walk in our house one way, and they walk out of our house another. Many of you experienced that. Many of you know there's a, there's a road right there. That have walked in, you behind. There's, you've walked in one way, you've walked out another. You're, it's, it's forever life changing. You're never the same. You're completely different. This morning, I believe you cross the threshold one way. If you participate in this with your heart, get your head out of the way. Because your mind will tell you, I don't have that. That's not me. Oh, this is embarrassing. This is, oh, what are they going to think if I stand up on this? What's going on? You know what that is? That's a demon. That's not you. Because you want to be free. But how deep is the influence? All right? So here's where we're going to go. We're going to go with number one, the biggest one, that, that, that the, this is what the, 
The Bible says this, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is a spirit. Fear is fear. There's an emotion. If there's a rattlesnake right here, okay, there could be fear. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about absence of power, love, and a sound mind. Whenever I operated, I, whenever I got very angry, it was because I was fearful. You guys that, and women too, that think you're mad, you're not mad. You have fear. You have fear because you lose your power. So when you, when you lose your power, then you express your power through anger because you don't want anybody to see you. Because if, if you get too close to me, you're going to see that I'm broken, I'm lost. I'm a hurting little boy who's 38 years old who doesn't know, know how to compose myself or get myself all back in order. So I'm going to show you my fear to keep you backed off of me. And then I'm going to, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to show you my anger to keep you backed off of me so that you don't see my fear. Okay? So fear, fear is a robber of a bunch. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm fixing to start naming off symptoms. And there's 37 symptoms on this one. If at, if at any time your knower knows that you have this, I'm inviting you. Jesus is inviting you. Holy Spirit is pushing you. Your knees will not want to stand up. Your mind is going to try to make sense of this. But I'm telling you, when your knower knows, stand up. And we're going to get this off. If you're tired, sick and tired of fear in your life, at any capacity, it's fixing to go. It's, 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 it's shaking you right now. Some of you are absolutely quaking. You know who you are. Okay? So this is fear of. So put fear of abandonment. If you have anxiety... If you have uh, chaotic, if your life is chaotic or out of order, if you have confusion, faithlessness, if you have fear of authority, if you have fear of death, fear of failure, fear of hell, fear of loss, if you have fear of opinions or thoughts of others, if you have fear of pain, if you have fear of persecution, fear of poverty, fear of rejection, fear of sickness, if you have fear of success, if, you have, if you're frightened, if you just have frightening things in your life all the time, if you feel inadequate, inferior, sanity, insanity, like you're losing your mind, you just feel like you're losing your mind. If you have insomnia, can you believe insomnia? Okay, somebody needs to be, somebody's hearing this, I know you are. Nightmares, panic attacks. If you're a perfectionist, can you believe that? If you have perfectionism, perfectionism, that's not from the Lord. It's not from the Lord. If you're performance-driven, if you have phobias, if you have restlessness, if you can't sit still, restlessness also is in your mind, if your mind never shuts off. It's not just about physical. My mind would never shut off. It did not have breaks. I could not calm it down. I could not make it go to sleep. Now... I know what peace is, and I can rest. I could be working a very hard day and still resting my soul, resting my mind, because fear doesn't have a hold of it. If you have self-rejection, shyness, superstitions, tension or stress, I live that one out big time. Terrifying thoughts. Those aren't your thoughts. Terrifying thoughts are not your thoughts. Those are the enemy's thoughts. If you're timid, if you have torment, if there's just constant torment on you, every which way you turn, you're being tormented. If there's unexplained fainting spells, you just faint for no reason. Weariness or fatigue. 
Not because you're working, you're just weary, you're fatigued all the time, no matter how much you sleep, you could sleep more. Or you worry. Anybody. Come on. Come on. Let's get this done. Last chance. Everybody get up. If you got this, come on. Because here's the deal. Neil preached. Neil, Neil, Neil taught the other day that you tear down strongholds, but you cast out demons. Okay? And because I believe the Lord sent me here with power and authority through him alone. This, I, this has nothing to do with me. I'm just a message deliverer. He is the deliverer of the divine. I'm just giving the word. So, so here's what has to happen in Jesus' name. Demons have to move. They have to go. Raise your hands up with me. Spirit of fear, we see you. We no longer partner with you. You have to get out in Jesus' name. Clean all the mess up that you've made in my life. Return back to me everything that you've taken. And go now to the place that Jesus has prepared for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. It's that simple. You can sit down now. It's that simple. We're going to go through this like 17 or 18 times, okay? This is simple. The end, when you tell so like this, when, it, when I believe this, when the Bible says that when you tell a mountain to move, it has to move. We just told a mountain to move. It's been a mountain in your life. It's been a mountain in your life. It's not a mountain in my life anymore. It's not a mountain in your life anymore. It's moved. Okay, so how do you keep fear away? You don't partner with it again. So here's, here's what I believe. If fear, is, if fear is here, and I'm not talking about possessed, okay? If you're a believer, you're not possessed, but you're oppressed. It has residence. It says when, it, when an enemy is take, moved out of a person, it goes searching around and looking in dry places, and it comes back and it finds a house. Listen to this. It finds a house empty, swept out, and something else. In order. Empty is the key. So if your house gets empty, it comes back in, brings seven more. But here's what we're going to do before this is over. All of y'all are going to come right here. I'm getting you ready. Y'all go come right here. And we're going to fill up with Holy Spirit. Because I believe when, when real estate is taken by the enemy, and it's given, it's put back where it goes over in the hellish places for Jesus to deal with it, then there's more room for Holy Spirit. That's where power comes from. That's where you get your power. And your love. See, I didn't love. I didn't, I'm incapable of loving. And I, I didn't have a sound mind. My mind was not. It was all over the place. And it was vicious. It was mean. I was cruel. It's okay. So here we go. Let's do heaviness. Usually I have an order in these, but now I'm watching. Lord, what do you want to do? Heaviness. Abnormal grief or mourning. You have a broken heart. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. That's Isaiah 61. Okay? You have depression. You have despair. You have discouragement. No matter what you do, no matter what good comes, you can always find a reason to be discouraged in it because it just wasn't enough. It didn't come just the right way. Oh, I thought that was, I like that I got it, but I wish it would have. It's hard to find gratitude with heaviness. 
fatigue or weariness, there it is again, feels defeated, feels rejected, gloominess, guilt, hopelessness. No matter what you do, you feel hopeless. Humiliation, intense loneliness, moody, sad, sadness and sorrow, self-rejection, self-disgust, self-harm, self-hate, self-pity, shame, stubbornness, thoughts of suicide. If you have that and you don't stand up, this is what I heard sitting in my chair this morning getting ready for this. You're going to praise the devil. If you have thoughts of suicide, then you don't stand up because he's out to destroy you. Jesus wants to set you free. He wants to give you your mind completely back because you're his creation. You don't. That's not your thought. Kids today need to know this. Thoughts of suicide is not their thought. That's the enemy. It's a stronghold from the enemy. The last one is a wounded spirit that he came to bind up the brokenhearted. He came to heal the woundedness within us, to save us and heal us. Heart healing. Okay, stand up. That's the last one. Man, this is good. I don't need this. I got to stand up. Whew. I got to do this right here. Come on. Let's just get this going. Spirit of heaviness. You've been made aware of me. Aware to me. I see you working in my life. And I no longer partner with you. You have to go now in Jesus' name. Take everything that you've ever put on me. Clean it up. And go to the place that Jesus has prepared for you. I cast you out with all authority and all power in Jesus' name. Turn me loose now and go in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Man, this is good. Okay. I like this. Okay, here's the addiction one. This is a tough one. They're all tough. Why do I keep saying that? They're all the devil. So bondage. This is bondage and slavery. And man, I was a slave to so many things. I was in bondage to so many things. But I thought if they were my coping mechanisms. They were, they were how I learned to cope. They were how I learned to deal with me. And, and, and you might be thinking that a bondage thing helps you deal with others. I'm going to tell you. It breaks relationship with others because you're dealing with you think you're dealing with them. Ah, if I just have a few beers, I can tolerate my wife. That's so messed up. Because there was nothing wrong with her. It was everything that was wrong with me. So, so here's number one was addicted to alcohol. So it is addicted to alcohol. Addicted to caffeine. Addicted to computers. Addicted to drugs. Addicted to food. Addicted to medication. Addicted to your phone. Woo-hoo. Addicted to pornography. Addicted to possessions. Addicted to sex. Addicted to social media. You're addicted to tobacco or nicotine. And we've added vapes. Addicted to TV. Addicted to video games. Um, you have anorexia or bulimia 
or you've struggled with it in the past, just because you have it under control, it's a demon. If you've learned how to manage it, it's a demon. So stand up. Codependency, if you're compulsive, like move, I move fast. I move very fast. I still move fast, but I don't do it under the compulsion of a demon. I still move fast. That's how I always was. He just took advantage of my quick thinking and how I move. If you're a workaholic, that was me too. Or any other addictions that you might have. Anything else that you possibly, you could be addicted to your golf game. You could be addicted to your fishing. You could be addicted to the cowboys. You could be addicted to whatever. Hunting, mowing. Why mowing? What is, why mowing? You know why? Because you're away from everything. You just get away. It's a place to hide. Spirit of bondage, release me. I want to be a slave to Jesus completely and totally. So when, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jesus, I choose you over the spirit of bondage. So bondage, go. Turn me loose in every form. And set me free. In Jesus' name. Amen. Man, I saw a transfer. Woo! That was a big transfer. He just stopped me right there. I just saw, I just saw shackles coming off. Just coming off. And it's like, so, so, so here's what he did. Instantly, it's what, what I saw was, it's like as soon as the chains come off, Jesus is like right there. It's not that he hasn't always been there, but now he's one step closer. There's no chains between you and him. There's no bondage that separate you. Whew. He's doing something big. All right. Now, here's one. It's, um, this, one this one here plagues a Christian's life, and it's called the spirit of error. Okay? And it's you compromise your convictions. Why, why would you compromise your convictions if you're a Christian or a believer and you just go along with your friends or you watch this show that you know I should turn off, but you don't, and you compromise yourself? And what that's called in, in, in my realm is that's an open door. You're touching dead things. You're letting things get in that don't belong. When you, when you put your, find yourself in a compromising position, and you're, you're listening to something that you shouldn't be, or you're, you're saying something that you shouldn't, or you're agreeing with something, that's an open door. Okay? So that's a, that's a spirit. And it, comes, it gladly comes in. And it makes a home. And here's what comes with it. Confusion. Is this right or is this wrong? Well, God says, I'm not the author of confusion. So if he's not, who is? Continuously makes wrong decisions. Man, I thought I was doing right. I thought that investment. I never asked the Lord about it. A good friend told me that I trusted, and I made that investment. Now here I am. I've lost my 401k. Cults and false teachers, they are on the rise. Even more than ever. Just look. Just look. Do not partake. But be knowledgeable of what they're saying. False teachers are coming from every direction. Deception. Defensive. If you're defensive about things, if you're unteachable, 
That's not good. I was unteachable. Now I'm very teachable. I can listen and I can be taught. You don't doesn't mean you have to be. You have to be very aware of what you're being taught. But you have to be teachable. Don't be defensive. God puts people in our way. He puts hard people in our way that we can listen. If you have doubt, if you have followed false doctrines, I have people that reach out to me all the time asking me, hey, what do you think about this guy? What do you think about that guy? And I've, if I've listened to him, I'll tell them straight up. Nah. You know, he's, he's 98% good, but there's 2% right there that'll catch you 50% off here pretty quick. You got to be careful. There's false religions, immaturity. Immaturity. The Lord bring, matures his believers. He matures his followers. My sheep hear my voice and they know me. That's a mature Christian hearing his voice. Well, some of these things we're talking about right here keep you from hearing his voice. I got to quit talking so much. Irresponsibility, racism, unbelief, unteachable. Here we go. Wrong thinking or behavior. Spirit of error. Man. Jesus, thank you. Spirit of error. I am teachable. Please teach me. Jesus, I follow you. Spirit of error, you have to go. Turn me loose completely. Clean my house up and get out. Never to come back. I want a clear mind. I want Jesus' will for my life. And I choose the emotions of the Holy Spirit for myself. Now go and leave me forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. That one was heavy. That one was heavy. Okay. Let's just get divination out of the way. Spirit of divination. It's witchcraft. It's cults. So spirit of divination is astrology and horoscopes. If you read your horoscope, stop. If you read a fortune cookie, stop. I'll eat the cookie at Panda, but I will not read that piece of paper. I don't need that. I don't need somebody predicting my future. Jesus knows my future. Cookie's good. <laughs> but not the little piece of paper. Okay, black magic or voodoo? I had a man on, on Bourbon Street grab my hand. He's named the chicken man, and he predicted my future. And he told me something that only he, only he, oh, he I don't know how he knew what he knew, but he did. And it haunted me for a while until I got it off of me. Books about new age, a magic, or the occult. Channeling. That's talking to dead people. Don't talk to dead people. You're not supposed to talk to dead people. The Bible says don't talk to dead people because they'll talk back to you. Crystal ball, eight ball. Magic eight ball. If you played with that, we're getting rid of that. Crystals or stones, they do not have power except demonic dark power. If you have a crystal for good energy, if you have a stone in your pocket, because I'm telling you, get rid of it. It's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Any demonic gain, Eastern religions, fascination with the occult, fetishes, fortune tellers, hypnosis. If you've ever been hypnotized, especially for weight loss or smoking, that's, that's demonic. 
Masonic Lodge. I'm fixing to step on some toes. Masonic Lodge or Eastern Star. I, I, can, I, I, can, I can unpack this with you. I've been to people's houses where they had Masonic family members or they'd been in the Masonic Lodge. And, and I'm telling you, this pen was here when he went to work, and when he got home, it was here. Things were moved. Stuff was different. The house had no peace. And so I started trying to figure out, Lord, what's going on here? Go, I had this whole drawer full of my great-grandfather's Masonic stuff and my grandfather and my dad. I'm like, let's get rid of that. It's, it's got to go. You, you, that's, that's, it's not good. I, I, can, I can unpack that later. I don't need to do that right here. But I can unpack that later if you want to because it's not good. Sorry. No, I'm not sorry. It's not good. Ouija boards. If you played with the good old Ouija board. Palm readers. Psychic hotlines, Satanism, seances when you were kids or grown-ups. Some people do that still. Spirituals, uh, spells, rituals, incantation, tarot cards, transcendental meditation, or witchcraft or Wicca. That's a spirit of divination. If your family it was involved in this, so if you were directly involved in this and this, you had this in your past, Stand up. Next week, next week, we're doing generational stuff. We're going to break what's above us, okay? So spirit of divination, get out of my life. You have to go now. I do not partner with you any longer. Jesus, I'm sorry I did that. Turn me loose and set me free to be all that Jesus created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Here we go. Like we're not going, we're going. This is a lying spirit, all right? Now I need to clarify this. It doesn't mean that you're a liar. It means that it lies to you, okay? It lies to you. There's something that, there's a spirit that could come and tell you all of these things that I'm fixing the list. If you hear these things, Then I'm fixing to, that I'm fixing to call out. They're not your words. They're spirit's words that has power and authority in your life. I'm fixing to turn it loose. How about beliefs, negative words? You hear something good, you believe it's good, and all of a sudden it turns negative. Compulsive temptations. Go ahead and try it. It's not going to hurt you. That's not going to hurt you. Go ahead. Condemnation. Daydreaming. Deception, emotional, emotional. It brings up your emotion to in such a way that it's unhealthy. Exaggerates, excessive talking, feels like a hypocrite, flattery. Here's voices that mock, accuse, or threaten. Vain imaginations. It, basically, you imagine the worst. You just hear straight up lies. You overanalyze. Being analytical is not a gift. It is not. You overanalyze to the point of, so, so, so I've said this before, would God give you a gift that would give you the ability to talk yourself out of him? Then put away analytical. Be smart, use his wisdom, but don't overanalyze things. Performance driven, poor self-image, profanity, this is, and you hear things like this. You're ugly. No one wants you. 
No one cares. You're worthless. You're trash. You're stupid. You're a liar. You're fat. There's two hard ones here that I can't say, but there, one's a sexual one, and one is a not-so-nice girl one. You're a loser. You're lazy. You're a failure. You're weak. You'll never change. You're bad. You're all alone. You should give up. You're not enough. You are unlovable. That's a lying spirit. So lying spirit, I'm a truth seeker. I'm a winner. I'm not a failure. You don't get to speak to me anymore. You have to go now in Jesus' name. Leave immediately. And never come back. I'm seeking Jesus. In his words only. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's awesome. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, here's the sickness one. This is a spirit of infirmity. And not all sickness is because we just live in a broken world. There is a spirit that will get on you that causes illnesses. Just It partners with other things. It partners with, or, or it comes in, and when it comes in, then here comes heaviness. When that comes in, then all the depression and all the despair and how am I going to make it, these things stack on each other. And you're going to be able to see, because I'm going to tell you, when this is over today, you're going to walk with such power and authority to see and know and to say, you, you infirmity have moved out of your life. Okay, so you're still standing there. Infirmity's come here, and it's going to look at you and say, can I get back in? Right here, does it have to ask you to get back in? It's in. So whatever it can partner with and bring in, it just does. But when it's out here, you have a power and authority to say, no, you can't get back in. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. I'm not following you. Okay, so here we go. Spirit of infirmity is allergies. Wouldn't that be nice to get those going as you see me doing this constantly? <laughs> Arthritis. Arthritis. Mm. Asthma. Barrenness or miscarriages. Do you think the enemy wants more to be born? Do you think he wants? Do you think he wants that? Cancer. Chronic fatigue. Chronic sinus problems. Diabetes, female problems, fibromyalgia, fungus, heart disease, high blood pressure, mental illness, migraine headaches, stroke, unexplainable pain, viruses, weakness or feeble for no apparent reason. Spirit of infirmity, I no longer partner with you. I want the body Jesus made for me. I want it to operate the way he designed it to operate. You can't touch me. So go now. Turn me loose. Make me whole. Make me healthy and complete. And leave now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. 
Now, here's a sexual one. We're all grown-ups in here. This is, the, this is a um, perverseness. It's distorted. It's distorted sexuality. We're watching it run rampant right now. I, I believe the Lord has turned people over. I believe you're, we're seeing that. He's turned people over to their depraved minds because they absolutely, they're lost in this. They're gone. And, and, and perverseness is what we're seeing. It's, it's, it's manifesting in a very, very, very powerful, strong way in trying to get our kids. So we ourselves have to not get caught up in this in any way. We can love the person, but we can absolutely despise the spirit that they're walking under. Okay? I'm not saying don't like the people. God, pray for them. Pray for them. Okay, so this is a spirit of perverseness. Sexual deviations. Gender confusion. Listen to this. Homosexuality, multi-partner orgies, polygamy, sadomasochism, suicide. Suicide is in this. You know why? Because he can't get away from it. It takes him into the dark, to the deep, and they don't know why. They think, I'm born this way. You hear him say it, I'm born this way. This is how I am. They're standing up for their colors and all this and that. This is what I am. This is what I'm going to fight for. This is what I'm going to stand for. No, you've been handed over to the enemy. And twisted thinking. Everything gets twisted up, mangled up, mashed together, and brought back out in, in this identity thing that's absolute total confusion. And God is not the author of confusion. Identity is not something to be confused about. In the beginning, God made male and female in his image, he made them. In his image. The enemy is coming after the image. He's not coming after the person. He's coming after the image of God and confusing people. Okay? And so, so perverseness and distortion are having their way on this earth. On the earth, it's happening everywhere. And it happened just like that. Okay? So let's, let's get this one off. Anybody? Anybody got a family member? Anybody want to stand up for somebody? Anybody want to pray? We can take authority. So, Lord Jesus, we take authority now over the spirit of perverseness, over our loved ones and our friends and our acquaintances. Lord, teach us how to love them. Teach us how to show them the way. Perverseness, you have to go in their life. Perverseness in this church, you have to go. Turn the captives loose. Set them free. In Jesus' name, amen. Pray in church right there. Pray in church right there. Okay. Haughtiness. Haughtiness is a pride spirit. This is one of this is this is one that I, I knew well. It's arrogant, it's boastful, it's contentious or argumentative, it's controlling, it's critical, comparing and competing. Comparing and competing is huge. Domineering and bossy, egotistical, gossip judgmental, mocking, overbearing, 
prejudice, proud, rudeness, selfishness, self-righteous, self-justification. I always had to be right and I could justify it. Stubbornness, superiority, and vanity. That's a spirit of haughtiness. It's a pride spirit. Spirit of haughtiness, we come against you in Jesus' name. Turn us loose and let us go. We no longer partner with you. We do not want to walk in a pride spirit. We humble ourselves before you, Jesus. And we have no more room for you, haughtiness. So leave now in Jesus' name. Amen. Kimmy. I used a black marker on this, and I'm not going to be able to see it at the second service. Can you go home and make me another coffee, please? <laughs> That's a good one. That's humility right there. Because I had a highlighter. Wow. Boy. Okay. Back on track. Sleep and slumber. Sleep and slumber is a spirit. Sleep and slumber is a, might be a little bit different than you think, but here's what it looks like. You block your own success. Hmm. You have constant fatigue. You draw back from life. People invite you out. There's things ahead of you. You just say, ma, I think I'll just sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Or there's opportunities. There's things. Oh, I wish I could go, but I just can't. You feel like an outsider. You feel like you don't belong. You feel like you're a misfit. You have laziness. You have passivity. You procrastinate. You have sleepiness in spiritual environments. That's a big one. When you come to church and he's reading the word, you get sleepy. When there's a good sermon going, when the Lord is moving, the enemy wants to lull you to sleep. He wants to. It's a spiritual bondage that makes you not be able to receive. You can hear but you're not receiving. That's, that's big. You have weariness, and you wish you'd never been born. I'd just be better off if I'd never been born. Sleep and slumber. Here we go. Spirit of sleep and slumber. Get out of my life. I didn't choose you. I reject you now in Jesus' name. Give me back everything that you stole from me. Give me back vigor for life. I say yes to life. You have to go now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Here's the big, here's the big sexual one. It's the spirit of whoredom. And it's, um, it will absolutely, this is, I, I, you have to stand up. You just have to, if, you, if this is it, you can't walk out of here with this. It will pervert, every, it will pervert your sexual exploitations, but it will absolutely pervert every other thing in your life. So it's abnormal, this is sec, the spirit of whoredom. And it has abnormal sexual desires. Don't, don't anybody stand up. We're all, all going to do this at once. 
adultery, bestiality, exhibitionism or exposure, fornication, illegitimacy, incest, lustful thoughts. I don't want to say that word. Molested. Uh, Multi-partner orgies, pornography, prostitution, rape or attempted rape, seduction, uh, sexual activity with a child, sexually explicit photos or videos shared, that'll cost you. Young people, that will cost you. Voyeurism or peeping toms, vulgar language or actions. And the other one has to do, I just can't say it. It's okay. That's enough. Okay, on three. If anybody's got this, one, two, three. You want to get this cleaned up? Okay. Yes, Lord. Spirit of whoredom, I cast you out. I want my purity. I want right thinking. In all the sexual areas of my life. I give those to Jesus. You no longer have claim over that. Clean up my mind. Clean up my heart. Make my thoughts pure. And go now. Jesus, I receive you. Holy Spirit, come. And do what only you can do in my life. To clean up this mess. Set me free in this area. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for participating in that. That's so hard. That's a, that's a tough one. That's the hardest one i got to get by. That's a tough one. Okay. Idolatry. There's not very many symptoms, but idolatry is a love or a desire for money and riches, possessions, power, Social standing, status, or fame. Spirit of idolatry. Money and riches, possessions, power, social standing, status, or fame. Spirit of idolatry. I no longer partner with you. You have to go now. I didn't choose you. I don't partner with you. I want nothing to do with you. I want to walk in humility and love and peace of mind of who I am and whose I am. So let me go now and never return back to me. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank you. That's a good one. All right. Witchcraft spirit. Wow, I'm running late. Where did the time go? Okay, I talk too much. Witchcraft spirit. Witchcraft spirit is not what you think it is at all, more than likely. It's if you are controlling, independence, manipulation, or rebellion. That's a spirit of witchcraft. Controlling, independence, manipulation, or rebellion. That's a witchcraft spirit. So witchcraft spirit, get out of my life. Hmm. I'm dependent on Jesus. I no longer choose to manipulate or control. 
I'm going to walk in humility with Jesus. Therefore, I can no longer partner with you. So get out of my life and go now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, here's the, here's the one that, that, um, that partnered, so, so you guys listen to me. Let, me. let me just, let me tell you this. Where is this? Where is this at? Come on, come on, come on. Haughtiness. Haughtiness partners big time with the spirit of jealousy. Those two in my life wrecked me. Everything else was connected, but those two were the controlling ones in my life. And jealousy, the spirit of jealousy, is there's abortion, there's anger, wrath, and rage, and you don't know why. You, my, 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 my heart would be telling my mouth to shut up, but it just wouldn't stop. I knew not to say, but it wouldn't stop. You have bitterness, you build walls, you're, you're competitive in a wrong way, you're controlling, contentious, Covetousness, cruelty, difficulty trusting, difficulty forgiving, there's divorce, you're easily offended, you feel God loves others more, you feel betrayed, you have a hard heart, there's hatred, insecurity, jealousy, murder, revenge, self-centeredness, severe mood swings, you live under suspicion of everything, and violent thoughts. That's a spirit of jealousy. This one will run you completely out of control. Spirit of jealousy, you have to go now in Jesus' name. I'm not messing around with you anymore. So get out and go. Leave me alone. Restore to me everything that you've taken. And go now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So I did it in front of me. There it is. We're almost there. Let me get this out of the way. Okay, here's the religious spirit. Religious spirit. The religious spirit is what runs what runs good people out of church. The religious spirit inside a church is not good. Because you dominate over people, not you. The religious spirit dominates over people. And it, and it hurts them, and it's a divider, and it's controlling, and it's very critical, and that's part of it. So here we go. A religious spirit is angry. It's arrogant. It can't measure up to God's standards. Like you, the religious spirit tries so hard, tries so hard, and you put yourself out there, and you put yourself, and there's this constant rejection. Well, I can't measure up. I'll never measure up. You're, you're, you're putting yourself up against Jesus. You'll never measure up. He measures you up. You can try all you want to measure up. He says you measure up. So get yourself out of the way and say, thank you that you measure me up. And I'll just get to be me. That's the difference. Compare ministry efforts of others. Compare spiritual journey of others. You're controlling, critical. You desire power and titles. If you need a title, if you need a title, not if you have a title, but if you want a title so that you can have power, that's a religious spirit. Don't look for titles. The Lord gives titles. Difficult to accept grace. Difficult to feel the love of God. 
difficult to accept God's forgiveness, false humility, you have a poor, pitiful me, victim mentality. You fear God punishes. You fear what others think about you. You're impatient with self and others. In spiritual areas, you're judgmental. You lack joy. You love church traditions more than God. You need to earn God's love and approval. You overanalyze the word. You talk yourself out of it, basically. You're overbearing. You have perfectionism. You see God is harsh and angry. That was my grandmother. Self-centered, self-justification, self-righteous, and you're unteachable. That's a religious spirit. Religious spirit, I reject you. I choose Jesus wholeheartedly. I give him my mind, my will, and my emotions. Restore back to me everything that you've messed up. Clean this house up. I reserve it for Jesus and Holy Spirit. So go now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're almost done. We're almost done. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Okay, here's the spirit of Antichrist. And it doesn't mean that you are the Antichrist. Okay? It's just anti-Jesus. It's anything that opposes Christ's deity. Okay? Spirit of Antichrist is atheism. You blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Condemnation of the Word. Difficulty reading the Bible. Difficulty retaining the Word. Listen to these. You dismiss the power of God. because Just because you didn't see it work... Just because you prayed for somebody you didn't see at work and you dismiss, oh, I'm just, just, you know, he never does that. You better be careful, okay? You doubt your salvation. Uh, foul thoughts and mental harassment at church. That's not you. Better think about that. That's not you. Gives up on Christianity. Harasses and persecutes the saints. Mocking and blasphemous thoughts against the preacher or preaching or whoever's teaching the word. New Age Beliefs is God without Jesus. You oppose Christ's deity, humanity, deity and humanity. You oppose the Bible. You rationalize or question the word. You suppress ministers or you try to cause church splits. Just because you stand up on this doesn't mean you're all of those things. If you're some of those things, you better stand up on this, I'm telling you. Because this is a bad spirit that's got power. It has tremendous power. It, it's, 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 this is not a shameful thing to stand up on. This is something that where he wants to take what is being offered to you in truth. So, Spirit of Antichrist, I come against you with all that I am and all of the Jesus that I can bring. Turn me loose now. I receive all of Jesus in place of you. Sweep this house clean and go now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I think I just got two more. If you can't tell, I'm a little bit. Nope, I got three more. No, I don't. Didn't I do infirmity? Awesome. Come on. Okay, I got, I got. 
two more. Deaf and dumb spirit. Deaf, dumb, and mute. We see it in the Bible. Kid was brought to Jesus. He couldn't talk. Then he could talk. There's people, there's people of you. Y'all can talk, but you can't really talk like Jesus wants you to talk. Because this right here doesn't won't let you. Okay? Deaf and dumb spirit. You have accidents, like, like always having accidents. You're constantly distracted. You might have convulsions. You might have disease with your ears and eyes. Difficulty with words and communicating. You know that there's communication inside of you, but you don't know how to get it out. Epilepsy, excessive crying, grinding teeth, insanity, fear you're losing your mind, instability, seizures, stupor, and brain fog, suicidal thoughts or attempts. That's a deaf and dumb spirit. So many of you people got words inside of you that the Lord wants to express. And he just ties your tongue up. Your thoughts are there. You know your heart is saying this, but it just won't come out. Deaf and dumb spirit, leave me now in Jesus' name. Clean up your mess. Put my house back in order. Restore to me everything that you've ever stolen. And leave now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, one more. This is this is this one. This one. They're all big, but this one right here. Make sure I got it right. Okay, here we go. It's the spirit of death. We recently added this one. And it's big. And it's big in people's lives, and it doesn't mean physical death. It can result, it will eventually result in physical death. But it's death to you while you're alive. We see it. We know it. I, 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 I firmly believe that I know at least three people in this church that have this. Three people that I know in this church are carrying this. You're overly exhausted for no good reason. You're accident prone. I had so many accidents in my life I can't even, I can't even tell you. I fell out of a moving car going 40 miles an hour. When I was a little bitty boy, my mom backed over me with her car. I've, I've hit myself in the head with a claw hammer, and they had to dig it out. I blew up a dynamite cap in our backyard, eye level, and it blew all the glass out of the back of our house and nearly blew my foot off. On and on and on and on and on, the enemy was trying to kill me. Trying to kill me. I had this all over me. Terminal illness. I had tuberculosis when I was a little boy. I was in the hospital for 18 months. had tuberculosis. Chronic sicknesses, terminal illnesses and chronic sicknesses, death wishes, adrenaline junkie, daredevil. If you're pushing yourself to the edge, you're adrenaline junkie. That's not you. That's not you. It's, it's okay to go out and have fun, but not put yourself to the point of death. Any occult activity, excessive grief, nightmares or not terrors about death, murder, or suicide. That means that the enemy can come in and minister to you. Can I, I'm just going to be on. He ministered to me in my dreams last night about this. He does not like me. Well, I don't like him either. But he ministered to me in my dreams last night. Okay? So I took authority over my sleep. I take, always take authority over my sleep. And I, I couldn't sleep last night. And then I, I was listening to something. I fell asleep. And in that, he ministered to me in that. And it wasn't pleasant. It, but it wasn't a night terror. It was a war. So, yeah, you could say it was that. But it's about uh, nightmares, 
not terrors about death, murder, or suicide, traumatic near-death experiences, and very, very, uh, how do you say this, like near-death surgery. Like you've had, like you've been out and you could have died during surgery. You probably should have died during surgery or you did die and they brought you back during surgery. He capitalizes on that. He takes advantage of that. Okay? He takes advantage. So spirit of death, I choose life. You have to go. Turn me loose and set me free. You no longer have any authority over me. My body and my life belong to Jesus, and I will serve him. So go now to the place that he has prepared for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so come here. Everybody right here that stood up. If you stood up one time, get right. just line up right here, okay? Line up right here. Come on. We're fixing to fill up the house. I'm fixing to put some oil on you, okay? All right? Do not rub your eyes. You can smell it, though. It smells amazing. It smells amazing. Everybody that stood up here, I want to touch you first for some reason. Get you some of this. There you go. Okay. Come on. Holy Spirit, come. Y'all come up here. Everybody, come on. Golly, look at this. I don't know how to do this. Whew. Okay, prayer team, where y'all at? Come here, prayer team. Get a hold of somebody. Fill these houses up. Where's the prayer team at? Everybody. Holy Spirit, come. Oh, you got some. Holy Spirit, come. Make sure y'all touch everybody. If y'all don't get touched by somebody, you need to before you go. Holy Spirit, come and fill, fill, fill these empty voids. Fill the places long, long been needed to be removed. Come and fill them up with power, complete power, totally full to the top, running over, running over completely and totally. Open up these ears. Open up these eyes. Let this house see. Let this house hear, Lord, provide your love, your grace, your peace, your mercy. Touch, Lord. Feel. Feel completely. Feel totally. Thank you, Lord. Here, let's get some back here. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Feel. Feel completely and totally. Head to toe. Top to bottom, inside out, upside down, all the way through and through. Lord Jesus, that everybody would know you, that they would see you, that they would sense your presence. Has everybody been touched? Has anybody, has anybody not been touched? Put your hands down. Everybody put your hands down. Has anybody not had somebody pray over them? This is big. This is big. This is very important that you're touched. This is very important that somebody's filled up. Prayed Holy Spirit over you, young, and thank you for being here. Touch, touch. Holy Spirit, fill all these places that have been left by the enemy completely and totally in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for setting captives free. Lord, we pray that every eye sees that this is a true Damascus Road experience. 
that the grass will be green and the sky will be blue and the birds will be singing and we'll have great joy and great peace and great love, that fruit will be all over our life everywhere we go, that people will see you and want what we have because of your goodness. It's the kindness of God that leads people to repentance. I pray we become so kind, effortless, effortlessly, effortlessly, kind to people everywhere we go and they would want you because you're good because you're so good we love you and thank you in Jesus mighty name Lord thank you for loving this house the way that you do thank you for your power thank you for your authority Lord I pray that every single person standing here right now will walk in supernatural power with tremendous authority knowing that in Jesus name worlds have to move Kingdoms have to go, and light has to come. Today, light has come. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for setting captives free. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, now that I can't see my paper anymore. Kimmy, can we, how are we going to do this? I made a mess. Is it on? Is it on your computer? It's at home, ain't it? You got me. All right, What's thank up, you Mister? Guys for being here this morning. You're God welcome. Bless y'all. Have an amazing so glad you're here. Day. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing day. God bless. Stay free. You know how to fight it. Do it. Amen. <laughs>